Welcome to the Bite Size Podcast. I'm your host, Lorraine Michaels, former EMT and nursing assistant, now business owner and wild entrepreneur. I walked away from over 15 years in medicine to pursue my passion and my God-given talents. Now, I get the honor of helping other women discover their passions and purpose. If you're feeling stuck in life, unsure where to go or what to do, welcome. If you're exactly where you wanna be, great, you're welcome here too. If you have faced any kind of hardship or setback, you have found a safe place here. In other words, no matter who you are or what you've been through or what you're going through, this is the space for you. On the Bite Size Podcast, we'll discuss life, business, and faith. There's something for everyone. So grab a cup of coffee and something to take notes with because there will definitely be things you won't want to forget. Hello, hello. Welcome back. I am doing a... I distract myself when I do that because I don't like the singing. And sometimes people, me especially... I have a tendency to sing speak and I don't like it. I don't like it when I do it and I notice it when other people do it. So I apologize for sing speaking. So you are here and I am so grateful. Thank you for joining me again today. I am recording another episode for my podcast and we are talking about hope. Hope is something that um, is imperative to living, to happiness, right? And so today we're going to talk about going from despair to joy and cultivating hope and how it can transform your life. Hope is something that I talk about in my coaching and in my program. And if you work with me, we dive into that and how important it is to being successful and how important it is to your happiness. So without further ado, we are going to dive into hope from despair to joy and how cultivating hope can transform your life. That is the topic today. And so I briefly want to explain the difference between, or the relationship rather, between despair, joy, and the role, both the despair and joy, and their role with hope. The relationship between these three are actually very much intertwined. Despair represents a state of hopelessness and sadness, and it hinders you from experiencing joy and finding meaning in life. However, hope plays a vital role in transforming despair to joy. So despair and joy go hand in hand with hope. By cultivating hope, you can overcome challenges. You can maintain optimism and anticipate a brighter future. It gives you something to look forward to. As hope grows, it gradually replaces despair and it leads to a shift in perspective. And thus, it's, it, it creates a deep-seated joy. Hope acts as the transformative force bridging the gap between despair and joy, right? And it's, it empowers you to find purpose, resilience, and fulfillment in your life. So 
They're all intertwined, despair, joy, and hope. So the purpose of today's episode is I really want to encourage you to find hope. If you're feeling despair, I really want to plant the seed of hope. That is, that is my hope. That is my prayer for you, um, is that if you're going through a difficult time, um, I can bring a little hope to you. And how, um, how can we bring about positive change and transformation? Of course, backed with some Bible. So let's dive in. Understanding despair and its impact. So the definition of despair is the complete loss or absence of hope. I know we have all experienced that. We have all experienced a time in our life when we just lost all hope. We had no expectation of the future. Um, We just lost all hope. I can tell you from a personal standpoint, a time in my life when I lost all hope was when um, my, my marriage was, my second marriage was failing. And my husband at the time was in a state of depression and he lost hope. Um, but I had no idea how bad it really was. And just catching him in lie after lie, there was a point where um, I lost all hope and I actually attempted suicide. And um, I just had no reason. I didn't have a reason for anything to live, to die, nothing. I, I just was completely in despair. So um, I'm obviously not in that place anymore. And through counseling and therapy and Celebrate Recovery and and God and and all the things, all the tools um, and healing, I'm not in that place anymore. And I'm able to recognize the signs and symptoms of when I'm starting to slip back into a depression or a lower state. And I have the tools to help me cultivate hope again. So the essence of hope, let's define that. Hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen, a feeling of trust. And so I really want to back this up with the Bible and how that is a foundation and how it's helped me. So biblical hope is grounded in the character of God. And it serves as a confident expectation and assurance. It sustains us believers through trials. It empowers endurance. And it looks forward to a future filled with God's promises. And God's promises are all woven throughout the Bible. This hope is transformative. It's guiding. It guides us to live in alignment with God's purposes. And ultimately, hope hope finds its foundation in Jesus. And, and, And Jesus is who provides forgiveness and reconciliation and the promise of eternal life. So we have that hope we hang on to every single day. Biblical hope offers a firm foundation for living with confidence, purpose, and 
anticipation of God's faithfulness and his goodness. So I um, have a couple of key verses that I wanted to share with you that is uh, rooted in hope and, and kind of in alignment with that. So Romans fifteen thirteen, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I love that one. And then I'm sure a lot of you know Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Psalm 42, 11 says, why my soul are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Hebrews 11.1 1. Now faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. I love that one. And then Lamentations 3.21-24 Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait on him. Mm, I love that one. So these verses, they highlight the idea of placing one's trust in God, finding strength, and comfort in his promises and having confidence in the future through faith and through hope. So how can we cultivate hope? I want to give you some practical strategies on how to cultivate hope. Number one, set meaningful goals. Break them into smaller steps so that they're attainable and achievable and celebrate the progress along the way. Number two, practice gratitude. Focus on what you're thankful for. Focus on the good, and the good gets gooder. <laughs> Number three, surround yourself with positive people. Spend time with those who uplift you. That is so important. Number four, take care of yourself. Prioritize physical and mental well being. I'm a huge proponent of physical activity, physical fitness. It's, I, I can't, I can't talk about it enough. It's, it helps you in so many ways. Number five, find inspiration, read, watch, or listen to uplifting stories, podcasts, sermons, find things to feed your mind with positivity. Number six, learn from setbacks. See failures as an opportunity for growth. Don't consider it a failure. Consider it a lesson learned. Number seven, help others. If you have a servant's attitude and you engage in acts of kindness and you contribute to causes and you focus outward, it will cultivate hope within you. Number eight, maintain a positive mindset. I talk about this a lot. 
I have talked about this in my previous podcast about how important your mindset is. It's a foundation of success. It's a foundation of happiness. But maintaining that positive mindset, replacing the negative thoughts with positive ones. Number nine, limit exposure to negativity. Stay informed, yes, but be mindful of negative news. Limit your exposure to those negative people. Sometimes I know that's really hard, but um, try and limit that. Try and limit the exposure to the negativity. And number 10, reflect on past accomplishments. Remember your past successes. Celebrate it and and remember those. Hold on to those. Have hope in those. So by incorporating these 10 practical steps and you practice those into your life, you're going to nurture a hope and resilience. It's just going to happen. And I really want to highlight the importance of faith and prayer and your trust in God's plan. Those are such pivotal pillars, if you will, to cultivating hope, having a prayer life, having faith, Find your faith and stay rooted in that and trust in God's plan for your life. And so how can you embrace hope in your daily life? I'm going to give you some practical tips and suggestions. Number one, start your day with positivity. Begin each day with a positive mindset. Set aside a few minutes in the morning to reflect on the things that you're grateful for. Visualize. Visualize the successful day ahead of you. Visualize the things that you're going to do and accomplish and read or listen to uplifting content, whether that's podcasts, sermons, fill your space, your mind space with positivity. Number two, practice mindfulness and presence. Be fully present in every situation and every moment that you are in and embrace it. Mindfulness mindfulness exercises like deep breathing, meditation, journaling. These can help you stay grounded and they can help you cultivate hope by shifting your focus to the present rather than dwelling on the past or dwelling on the things to come, but you're present. You're being mindful. You're present in the situation. Number three, Engage in hopeful self-talk. So this is a huge thing is positive self-talk, right? But monitor your your internal dialogue. Replace the negative self-talk with hopeful, encouraging statements. Be your biggest cheerleader. Remind yourself of your strengths, your past achievements, and the potential for positive outcomes. Affirmations could be helpful too. I tried them. Sometimes they work. Um, I'm not such a huge proponent on them because then you kind of get into, you dabble into other things. But anyways, I I like to do the affirmations that I do are um, like the alphabet. I am awesome. I am bold. I am beautiful. I am confident. I am determined. And I go through the alphabet of I am statements. Um, Because they're not like untrue statements. They're things that you 
ultimately believe about yourself. Obviously, you're not going to say negative things, right? Because we're talking about positive affirmations. So that's one that one thing that I do do. And I also like to do that with my kiddos. When I was, um, yeah, I've been a stepmom a couple times. So anyways, number four, finding meaning in small moments. Pay attention to the small, joyful moments that occur throughout the day. It could be a sunset. It could be a sunrise, two of my favorite things. <laughs> it could be um, something you see like a kind interaction between other people. Or sometimes when I'm at the park or on a walk with my dogs and I see other interactions or even, I know I'm such a nerd, but even when I see animals interacting, that just makes me so happy. It brings such a joy to my heart. I absolutely love it. But train yourself to notice and appreciate these moments. Today, I was laying out in the backyard as I was um, I was listening to a podcast and I was um, making some notes on some training that I'm doing and I was just watching the clouds and I took my camera and I put it on the um, time lapse so I can capture the clouds just passing and I just sat in awe and I thanked God for his creation. I just was so thankful for one, being able to lay out in the sun, two, being able to do what I do. And I just sat in that moment in that gratitude and I loved it. And I I just relished that. I love that. So being, finding joy in the small moments. Number five, seek out inspiration and positive media. So surround yourself with the uplifting, inspiring content read the books, the articles, the blogs, the the people that bring hope and joy and light and these oh what's a what's one that I follow? Tanks good news, I think. I love that another one. If you're an animal lover, the dodo. Oh my gosh, I love them. They are just so nerdy, cute, funny, different things. I absolutely love it. It brings joy to my life and my feed rather than all this negative junk that's going on in the world. Again, don't be ignorant or aloof to what's going on, but feed yourself with the positivity and not the negativity. Um, That was it for those. So remembering, um, integrating the hope into everyday life and continuous practice of this. By consciously incorporating these tips into your daily routine, you'll cultivate a hopeful mindset and you'll bring more optimism and resilience to your life. So let's talk about how to maintain hope during challenging times and how to support others in cultivating hope. We can't avoid difficult and challenging times, right? So how do we maintain it? You need to make sure that you have a community that you can rely on, go to, uh, bounce ideas off of, um, you know, confide in, vent, but you want to find people that are for you and in your corner that are going to speak hope into you, that they're not going to jump on your bandwagon. They're going to call you out when you are slipping down that slope of negativity and they're going to breathe life back into you. So making sure you find that support, making sure you have that community, those people. And as you listen to this podcast, I want to encourage you 
to reflect on your own lives and consider the practical ways to incorporate hope. The tips that I've given you, the strategies that I've given you, I want you to think about and reflect like, how have I been lacking in hope? Am I a hope dealer or am I a hope squasher? And I really hope you're a hope dealer. (laughs) But if you're not, that's okay. Find someone who is and start to be mindful of this and realize that you can cultivate hope too. So let's recap on the things that we have discussed in this episode today. We talked about despair and we discussed its detrimental effects, how it affects your mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. We talked about hope and its significance and and how it helps your mindset and your mental well-being. We talked about cultivating practical strategies on getting hope and cultivating hope and how to embrace hope in your daily life and the importance of prayer and faith in God. So I really want to encourage you, friend, to take action and to find hope. I hope this planted a seed of hope in you. So I want to leave you with one final verse, Isaiah 40, 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. And they will walk and not be faint. I love that one. Obviously, as you can tell, it gets me emotional. That, that right there, friend, that got me through some of the darkest times of my life. When I lost hope, when despair was staring at me in the face and I didn't know what to do, what way to go, who to talk to. Isaiah 40, 31, friend. I clung to it. I read it daily. So, I love you. And I hope this brought you hope. I hope that wherever you are, you know that you were divinely created for a divine purpose. And there's a reason for you. And there you have it, another episode on the Bite Size Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I pray that this episode brought you some incredible value and something to take away. Head on over to my website at theboldbeginnings.com, and you can learn more about me, or you can check out some of my freebies that I have available. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Head on over to the contact page and drop me a line if you have any questions or there's something you want to hear me talk about on the podcast, or even if you would like to be a guest on the show, you can fill out the contact form and I would love to hear what you have to say and I'll get back in touch with you. Again, I want you to remember that you were divinely created with a divine purpose and you have a gift to bring to the world. Have a great day and we'll see you next time.